Welcome home, spiritual human. I'm your host, Stacey McGee, and you are listening to the Spirit Fluent Podcast, a gathering place for spiritual humans, where each week we talk about becoming fluent in all things spiritual. Welcome home, spiritual humans. It's been a while since I've done a recording. I think... I struggle just as much as some of you all struggle, and I struggle to find my place in this world and to share who I truly am. And I think on some level, I don't even know completely who I am. Because the question of who I am is much bigger than my name or my family origin, or my gender, or my race, or my religion. It goes to the point of eternity. Who am I as a spiritual being? And who are you as a spiritual being? And I know I've gotten wrapped up in social media, and I know a lot of us do, because it's a way to be seen and to be heard. But I don't know. Some days I don't want to be seen and heard. Some days I want to crawl up in a ball and hide under a blanket and read a good book. And there's a certain level of stress that happens when you have to be on point all the time. And I'm not one of those people to be on point all the time or perfect. And some days are up and some days are down and that's okay. All days are okay with me. I was reading a book um, that I bought a long time ago, and Spirit directed me to open it. I want to read um, a small bit of this passage with you. Uh, The book is called The Shaman and the Medicine Will by Evelyn Eaton. And this is really kind of touched my heart. I don't know if it'll resonate with you like it did with me, but I'm going to read a couple paragraphs. Today we were turning in greater and greater numbers for guidance and help understanding who and where we are in in relation to the great unknowable, the above one. It is those men and women in in our, pardon me, in incarnation now to help us who have managed to retain or retrieve the wisdoms of the ancient teachings and are willing to share them with those who have come properly prepared in their hearts to learn. It has to be the heart, not the overdeveloped, scientifically trained intellect. Men and women of heart embarked on this great journey. Recognize each other, regardless of race, age, or any other transiency. Some meetings are joyful. Memorable rainbow days. The people of the scattered brotherhood are indeed scattered and spread out thin, working seemingly alone. It is a shining reassurance when any of them meet, but it is not for long. 
We are all on biovonk conditions at temporary rest camps between missions or loaned to the other outfits for some special work. When the occasion ends, we are dismissed to our dispersal as the scattered ones. And that, I think, really touched, it really touched my heart um, reading that because I, I always describe myself as a, a bit of a mutt. You know, my genetic ancestry is so weirdly mixed. It, you can't even tell who or where I came from sometimes. But, you know, I am part Scottish and part Irish and part German and French and English sprinkled in with some North African and some Wyandotte and Cherokee and Choctaw tribal ancestries and probably some more that I don't even know about. And that becomes this interesting thing of who, who am I truly? But when I read that, it just touched my heart and soul because I realized it didn't matter exactly who I was because it was a temporary thing. My body is temporary but that soul is eternal and it's almost like these missions, you know, we are on these missions to do things and change things. And that phrase to be properly prepared in our hearts, to be men and women and people of heart, people of my heart, people of heart, heart centered people focused on that energy inward, but then bringing it outward and sharing beautiful healing messages and being people of heart. And I want to say people of heart. This book was written, you know, back in the seventies. So some things are different now, but we like to say people of heart and to be people of heart means that we are one with our intent and one with our purpose and that we are fully willing to throw ourselves into our purpose and follow that purpose wherever it might lead us and follow it without fear, without trepidation, with intent and purity of heart and not to be swayed from that purpose. And I feel in some ways you know, I got slightly swayed from my original intent and purpose of why I started sharing my spiritual gifts anyways. I got locked in with the algorithm and producing content that would get views instead of focusing on the mission. And the mission was this, to help others, to help people like you that are listening to this podcast find their purpose, heal, and step forward into the light so that we can have more people of heart that are walking their paths. Because the more that there are, the more healing that takes place, the more light that is shown in a world that feels so incredibly dark. And that was my true purpose and calling to help you guys heal to help you understand your divine spiritual nature and who you truly are within. 
And I got a little distracted from that and I apologize. I apologize for letting my fear and my ego pull me from my purpose, which is to help you. And I still have fear and ego that comes in. I have many people who come to me for help and I've been turning them away because of my own health. And I, I fear that that is maybe not the best answer, but that I must move forward in helping heal others and myself at the same time. And I feel inadequate at times, much as I'm sure many of you do, to follow a greater spiritual path. Who am I? Just an insignificant mother of seven. Who am I to help people? And I, I felt that very much tonight. We were having my Q&A with um, my two groups that I'm teaching. I'm teaching courses on intuitive life coaching and medical intuition. And one of my medical intuition people, and I hope she doesn't mind speaking, me speaking of her, um, is indigenous. And spirit has brought forward these great women to me many times before. And she is, we're all special, but she's very special in that she is to be the medicine woman of her tribe, the shaman that they lack. And I am the one that's here to help her find what was lost, restore the wisdom that has been stolen through colonization and theft and laws and destruction. And she asked me for this help. And I'm like, who am I to do this? Who am I to help this woman with a great purpose? And I felt very inadequate and very insignificant. But she told me, I said, is there no one that you can go see that can help you? And she says, there's no one in my village. And so, as always, I feel this reluctant calling. I feel so reluctant. So many times have I cried out to God, creator, the universe, why have you chosen me. I think I'm the wrong person for this job. And I feel the same with this is the wrong person. I'm not of her tribe. I don't know her traditions, the wrong person. I feel that I am, but then she sees in me maybe something that I don't see in myself. And I realize I see in you all something that you don't see in yourselves, which is that seed of greatness, that seed of infinite wisdom, power, and divinity you all carry within you. And maybe I know how to listen a little bit better because I've had a little more practice to the universe and God and the messages and the spiritual downloads doesn't mean that you can't either. It doesn't mean that you can't have the same power within you. And I hope that I can empower you with that. 
and I hope that I can empower you to move towards healing and the most indispensable step in healing I have found is the hardest step it is the step that feels impossible that brings forth ego and anger and resentment and many people find absolutely impossible to do because our wounded eagle egos will fight back and that is forgiveness and we hold on to the old battle wounds like badges of honor we hold on to them unwilling to relinquish the pain unwilling to concede that we were hurt demanding the apology that may never come demanding the recognition that we at one time were hurt and whether we're doing it unconsciously or subconsciously or consciously it is time to forgive it is time to release everything to forgive everything to empty out all those vessels that you have filled with pain and anguish and anger and resentment and frustration and empty that out and when we empty those vessels we become a vessel ready to receive something new and for a long time spirit had been telling me my vessel did not match my energy and I always thought that was my physical vessel the physical vessel that is imperfect and overweight and sick and damaged and it was just today I realized that it was not just the physical vessel but that it was the physical vessel and the spiritual vessel that spiritual vessel that is still holding on to all the pain and the anguish and the anger the abandonment the hurt the unwillingness to forgive I'm holding on to all of it when my grandmother died and my family took advantage of her I swore I would never forgive because what they did was unforgivable but then I decided with that choice of saying what they did was unforgivable that I took the weight and the burden of their actions onto myself and allowed it to weigh myself down because of course they were unforgivable and everyone agreed with me that's unforgivable but I made their problems my problems I took on their devious acts as my own because I took that weight and I struggled under the weight of not forgiving and it, it's not easy to forgive and by normal standards not forgiving is sometimes justified the things that people do to others can be so egregious and horrific that many would say you're justified in not forgiving 
you're justified for holding on to that. But not forgiving leaves bleeding wounds. Not forgiving keeps those wounds open and it puts the person who caused the harm in charge of our healing in charge of how we how we feel and it's not that we cannot as as this book said <laughs> have righteous indignation against evil because that's one thing right um, but we can stand against evil, but not allow it to affect us. And we must release all that pain and evil and darkness and things that have swallowed up our light. We must release them. We must return them to sender. We must give those back to those that caused harm because it is their job to make it right with God and the universe. It is their job to undo the harm and the karma that they have caused, not ours. And so I ask people of heart, my spiritual humans, can you today, tomorrow, and the next day, and from now on, release those that have harmed. Release the harm from your bodies so that you can become a strong vessel. A vessel ready to take on the purpose that you have. The purpose that you have called, been called to do. And I know that if you're listening to this podcast that you have a great purpose because you wouldn't have been attracted to my energy otherwise and quite honestly I think everyone has a great purpose whether they realize whether they realize it or not and so dispose of the guilt and the fear and the resentments and get rid of them Pour them out to Creator in the universe. Ask the Divine Mother, Mother Earth, Gaia, to wrap you in her arms and hold you while you heal. And release. Make those things gone. Make those memories disappear. And that is our lesson. That is why I realized in the Bible it says that we must forgive 777 times because not forgiving makes that pain a part of who we are. It is time to step into our purpose. It is time to heal. And I invite you to do that with me. I invite you to release your pain. Release the past. No matter what it was. 
and allow yourself to become a vessel ready to be filled with light and purpose, to become a person of heart who is heart-centered and focused on one thing, living your purpose and bringing light to this already very dark world. So my spiritual humans, I ask you today, can you forgive me for being imperfect? And can you forgive yourself for holding on to things that weren't your job to hold on to? We are blessed. We are blessed to walk this earth and you are a divine spiritual being. And I thank you for being with me and sticking with me throughout all of this. I know these topics are not always exciting, like the spiritual meaning of tattoos and birthmarks, but maybe one of you will listen and forgive and step into your power. You've been listening to the Spirit Fluent Podcast. Your continued support means so much to me, and I just want you all to know how grateful that I am for you. Uh, I have many resources on my website, spiritfluent.com, as well as on my YouTube at Spirit Fluent, and I would love to invite you to check out my book, My Spiritual Awakening is a Shit Show, on Amazon now.